Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smart Eridi from a boiling muggy Italy. World news first of all. Now Europe is baking in what looks like one of the hottest summers on record. France is facing a heat apocalypse with firefighters battling wildfires and thousands of people forced to evacuate right in the middle of the holiday season. Fires have destroyed over 34,000 acres of land in the southwest in less than one week. Blazes in Spain, Portugal and Greece have also forced people to flee and there have unsurprisingly been over a thousand deaths related to the intense heat so far. Aircraft used as water bombers, which release these huge bursts of water, have been trying to put out the flames over the whole of Europe. Even in the UK, temperatures are due to reach 40 degrees, albeit just for a few days. Now, unfortunately, heat waves are becoming more frequent and intense and they last longer due to human-induced climate change. So, unfortunately, these events will become more and more common unless politicians act now rather than just make empty promises and change the definition of what constitutes environmentally friendly energy, simply to hit the targets that they can't keep. We also need to do our bit, but the roads are still full of cars with only one person inside and hardly anyone is obeying the new speed limit, which was set precisely to protect the climate. So clearly something needs to change. Business news now. Twitter is suing Elon Musk for pulling out of the $44 billion takeover deal. He finally scrapped the agreement, claiming that the information they had provided him with was false and misleading. Now, this prompted Twitter to file a suit against him, saying that his conduct amounted to bad faith, believing that he was bailing on the deal just because it simply no longer suited his personal interests. Now, they are seeking a four-day trial in September, but Musk's lawyers are trying to get the case pushed back to next year. This is really complicated because although he's incredibly wealthy and he agreed to put up a significant amount of his own wealth in the form of Tesla shares as collateral, he has signed agreements with major banks who can't walk away unless the deal fails. So at the end of the day, it will come down to whether they can make him buy a company that he no longer wants. The most likely outcome is that he will be forced to pay a fee to Twitter for causing them so much trouble. After all, Twitter shares are trading at much less than he agreed to pay, and it might expose the company to shareholder lawsuits if he gets off scot-free. The banks might also expect a fee for the work that they have put into the deal so far. Entertainment now, and finally some happy news. Benefer have tied the knot in Las Vegas. Woohoo! Now, obviously, I'm talking about Ben Affleck and J-Lo, who after 20 years have finally got married. They were first engaged in 2003, but they called it off the following year due to excessive media attention. They got back together last year and got engaged this April, and fans were ecstatic that they'd rekindled their relationship after such a long time. They flew to Vegas at the weekend, queuing with four other couples to get their marriage license. And the chapel actually stayed open for them as they barely made it before midnight. Now, incidentally, she has traditionally taken his name, so she is now Jennifer Affleck. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue like J-Lo, but they seem incredibly happy. And they have five children between them, as this is her fourth marriage and his second. So, romance lives on. Sport now. The 18th edition of the World Athletics Championships got underway last week in Oregon, where 2,000 athletes are representing over 200 nations. The event has been criticised for lack of promotion, and particularly at the beginning, the crowds were very small. Spectator numbers have increased now, but the stands are by no means full. 
Over 10 days of competition, medals will be awarded in 49 track and field events. The opening day saw an American sweep in the men's 100 metres. Fred Curley won gold with his US teammates taking second and third for the first time since 1991. The women's 100 metres was won by Shelley Ann Fraser-Price, making a Jamaican sweep of the podium for the women. Fraser-Price has now won five 100 metre golds, and if she could just break a record, she would be considered more successful than Usain Bolt. Incredible achievement. At the point of recording this podcast, the US are firmly in first place, followed by Ethiopia and Kenya. Self-development now, and something that is here to stay, at least in many companies and many parts of the world, is working from home. Now, of course, this depends on the company culture and more specifically your job, but many of you now have the chance to work from home at least a couple of days a week. I probably train about 90% online now, and it doesn't look as if it's going to change as companies wake up to the benefits that it can offer both them and us. However, for all the perks, such as no commuting, getting up later, uh, being able to wear your pyjamas all day, there are some drawbacks and we need to be careful of these. An increase in stress levels, a lack of motivation, being available 24-7 and juggling work and family life. So how can we make it work? Well, firstly, set and stick to a routine. So follow your normal work and sleep patterns and stay consistent. Get up, have your breakfast, get dressed. And when your workday stops, log off, shut down the computer and focus on your personal life. Make a dedicated workspace. So find an area of the home with no distractions and make sure that you're comfortable with a supportive chair and a raised screen as you would be at work in the office. Set boundaries so that your family know when you can't be disturbed. Not always easy, I know. Try and make it different. So, for example, if you're, um, if you're using the kitchen or dining table, sit in a different chair to the one that you usually sit in for meals. You can sit near a window to get more light, listen to some focus music, buy a plant, although I managed to kill all of mine during the pandemic. Schedule regular breaks from the screen. At least five minutes in every hour is what's recommended, although it can be difficult. And, of course, a lunch break when you should go outside if you can to get some fresh air and green space. And obviously stay connected with your colleagues and make time to talk to them regularly. Well, that's all from Smart Eridi for now. I will be back after the August break. Until then, have a wonderful summer holiday. Use plenty of sun cream, drink lots of water and stay safe. Remember to check out the vocabulary on Super Brian as always and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.